0: Ladies and gentlemen, hello, this is Bumpers FM, I am Lou from the BX, recording live on Friday the 13th, and I am here bringing you Pizza Snob Episode 3, Reflections. So, I recorded my podcast uh, yesterday afternoon, uploaded it, getting some pretty solid reviews for it, we back, we made it, we live, and um... I'm running my usual errands today, and today I'm in Boynton Beach, Florida, so I decided why the hell not try to shoot, to shoot, to record an episode of Pizza Snob, because I got some stuff I need to talk about that I couldn't get to on my podcast, and I figured why the hell not use bumpers. If you notice that opening theme at the beginning of this bumper, that's actually mine, Bumpers FM made that specifically for me and my podcast which i'm very happy and excited and proud of uh i would very much like to thank bumpers fm for doing that for me for absolute free 99 um, and it's perfect i love it it's a cool little intro little song uh they asked me if i would uh they had like a little contest Like jumped i jumped in they emailed me back they're like hey you know fill out a little like five question survey and a sample of what type of uh sound i would want my theme to sound like and i sent them red rum by nine (laughs) which is probably one of my all-time favorite songs and that's what they sent me back so uh it's pretty cool i've got my own little official theme music that belongs to me it's mine no one else has it it's pretty dope um and uh in case you were curious about that so here we are in Boynton Beach, Florida. I am sitting in front of Boynton Pizza, B-O-Y-N-T-O-N, and it's a little hole in the wall place that you can barely see from the road. Uh, it's about the size of a shoebox on the inside. They literally have one table and two chairs, a soda machine, and a spot for you to stand in. And then they have the rest of it is their kitchen area. So, um. They got a two-slice combo, $5.95, cheese only. I told them I can't do that. I need pepperoni. I'm going to need a water on top of my other drink. So, 7 bucks. I got two slices here. They smell phenomenal. My mouth is watering. Uh, Got some pepperoni on it. Put a little garlic powder on it. And uh, smells good. Looks good. I'm uh, a little excited. And I'm going to now try this seems to be a little oily which is sometimes good sometimes bad uh it's still hot as shit so i'm probably gonna burn my mouth but i can't really wait anymore so because this is not exactly the best neighborhood so (laughs) i don't want to be sitting here for too long but um let's go ahead and give this a try pretty good that is pretty good okay it's not as uh the crust like the uh back of the slice is not as crunchy as i would like it's a little oily which means it's gotten a little soft while it's sat here for the couple minutes i've let it sit here but the cheese is very good hold on one second Okay, I like this place. This is a good slice. Um, the cheese is very good. It's cheesy cheese. Uh, it doesn't have that weird, cheapy aftertaste of like cheddar. It actually seems to be like a mozzarella. The, the pepperoni is good slice, thick, good size. Uh, the pepperoni is thick. It's not like cheap little pepperonis. The quality of the pizza seems to be really good. Uh, there's tomato sauce a plenty, um, this is a fucking phenomenal slice of pizza for five bucks, I gotta say, um, I'm pretty happy with this, this is getting, this is definitely getting the thumbs up from the pizza snob, I can't tell you that, I went in there, and, um, as I already described the place, it was a little small, and there was, uh, three dudes in there, two women in there, and they were speaking what I thought was Italian at first, as I just walked in and I heard them talking thought they were speaking Italian they actually weren't they were speaking fucking Russian <laughs> cuz I had to like get the translator app out and try to pick up a couple words and and them motherfuckers were speaking Russian in there so it's a Russian pizza shop uh, but it is goddamn delicious I am uh, very happy with this place if you're driving past uh, if you're on Atlantic and you're in Boynton Beach and you want some pizza and you see Boynton Pizza You see that sign, you might want to pull into this place and get you a slice because it's pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. Oh, the crust is phenomenal, too. It's got great flavor to it. Nice and crunchy. Oh, I'm a big fan. I, I, okay. Definite thumbs up, guys. Pizza Snob is uh, definitely approving of this. So mm, you know what? You guys got the gist of it. I'm not gonna sit here and have you listen to me eat the rest of this, so I'll be right back for that ass. Bumpers bumpers Bumpers. bumper. Alright, and we back. Bumpers FM. Lou from the BX. And um I'd like to. So this is a bit of a this is a bit of a sensitive subject because I don't know how it's going to be received by the people who I'm talking about and I just off the bat from jump I just want to say <clears throat> I try to always take into consideration people's feelings and um but since i i've done this podcast um i think what differentiates my podcast from maybe you know something else which is more formulaic is that number one my podcast is all over the place and um it's personal so i tend to and i and i you know some episodes are a little more personal than others. Some are not really personal at all. But my podcast, not, not so much this one, but the Everything Podcast is just kind of a amalgam of different subjects and feelings and what I feel like saying at the time. So uh, it, it's a very random podcast. So you should check that out, the Everything Podcast, if you haven't already. But before I go ahead and go into this subject, and, and I don't want it to sound like I'm going to get into something malicious because I'm not going to. I just, it's just feelings that I have that um, kind of cropped up from uh, just out of nowhere. And they, 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 it was just something that I really, it really affected me in a specific way. And I kind of just, I guess I'll go from the beginning and kind of give you my overall feelings about it. So, I grew up in New York, more specifically the Bronx, New York, hence the name, and when I, I grew up on Colgate Avenue, in between Westchester and Watson Avenue, right over, right uh, right, uh, right, by the 6th line, so <clears throat> not the best neighborhood, but I can honestly say that I, I, I've seen shit, but I can honestly say that me and my family, and, and for the most part, all the people that I knew and hung out with. Nothing ever really happened to us. So we're blessed in that in that respect where I I still have contact with a lot of people from that time. And they're all good. Everyone's good. They're doing their own thing. Uh, They got their own families now and everything's okay. So in the time from in the time where I, I lived in New York, when I was about 14, I left the city to move to upstate New York to live with my brother to go to school because I had just, um, I had just got done with junior high school. And if you, if you're not from New York, then it's a different structure. At least it used to be, they had, uh, you know, they had, uh, they break it down into specific grades. The the schools go by grades. And, um, like I went to PS 93 and I believe that was from one from first to third grade and then from there I went to CS 152 and from there it was that was only fourth to sixth grade and then from there I went to junior high school 123 which is from grades seven to nine now here's the thing about that in junior high school you can do grade seven, you can do grade eight, and then you can leave and go to actual high school and do grades nine, 10, 11, and 12 at high school. Or you can choose to stay in junior high school and do ninth grade. And then from there you go to high school, but you go in as a sophomore. So you go in 10th grade, uh, which, which works out because you, you know, you're not a freshman anymore, you get the advantages of being a quote-unquote senior when you're going to junior high school, and, um, you get to be a senior there and do senior stuff, and then you go to a new high school, and you're not a freshman, you're actually a sophomore, um, it has its advantages, and, um, how, what I did is, um, I did, 7 to 9, then I went 10th uh, grade and forward, Well, here's the thing, when I was in 9th grade I left New York to go upstate, and then when I went upstate, they didn't have the same uh, grading, the same grading curve so I had to redo 9th grade in high school uh, so I lost a year by moving up there but I, I'm kinda getting off on a tangent here. My, my point is that I left the city, came back uh, when I was in 12th grade in high school and a lot of my friends had left. So I kinda got long-winded with the school thing. I don't know, that doesn't even have anything to do with anything. So when I was in New York, I had these friends. I had a very small circle of friends that I hung out with. I had my cousin Joe, my little cousin Christopher and then I had these two buddies of mine who I guess I'll just not name them Uh, I think i will be better off not doing that I had these friends of mine who lived on the block Um, we always hung out every day we I spent time with their family they knew my family we were just kind of like real tight and. I mean, I saw, I experienced a lot of shit with those, with those, with those two. I shot my first gun with them. I had my first, you know, I learned about girls with them. I, you know, (laughs) we used to travel around. We used to go, I got into my first real fight with them. Not with them, but the three of us against some other people. Um, We got into our first real fight at that time um, just, you know, all the growing pains and all the things that you, you know, you're supposed to learn, we kind of learned them all together, uh, am I supposed to get off here, I think so, I'm on the highway and I'm trying to record this thing, so I'm gonna get off here, um, yeah, we, you know, very close friends of mine, basically family, my mom's like them, because they, you know, she knew her, their parents, their parents were very respectful, and, um, you know we were all in the same type of class of people uh puerto ricans i mean i'm half dominican but uh you know i still have puerto rican in me so we kind of all we always got along and we were always tight no matter what happened through the years um we were always tight and i ended up leaving and when i left to go to high school shit, I can't see this fucking light, hold on guys, hold on, I can't see the light, this is a stupid fucking exit, the light is way too far away, so when I left to go to live with my brother and go to high school, um, it was tough, that was like one of the hard things to do was to leave my mom's and then, you know, leave my friends, leave my family, uh, it wasn't easy, but I, I mean, I knew it was for the best or at least I thought it was for the best, and. You know, I bounced, and me and my friend we exchanged addresses. Uh, we wrote each other for a while and shit. I still actually have the letters because I'm gay like that. Um, we kept in touch in touch for a little bit, but that's back in the day when there was no internet, so uh, you know we didn't have each other's phone numbers and or maybe I did and I just I just lost them out. Yeah, you know me. I'm if you, if you heard anything I've done before, you know that I'm the worst person to keep in touch with, Um, it's just not good, but, and I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm a terrible friend, but, anyway, so, you know, I went to Upstate New York, then when I came back, they had basically, they were kind of still around, but not really, they, um, they were doing their own thing, Uh, one of them moved to Florida I mean, they all moved to Florida. I didn't know exactly where they all went, but it was just... Things had changed rapidly in those two and a half years that I was gone. Because I only... uh, I came back in the middle of my senior year. Uh, So it was uh, three and a half years I was gone. And, you know... I came back. We kind of got re-back in touch and everything. And then we ended up moving to Florida. So, again, I left everybody. Got re-acclimated and left again. So... Once I got to Florida, I basically lost touch with um, everyone that I knew. Uh, everyone close to me. All I had was my family, and you know, that that was basically it. Made new friends and kind of just, you know, continued on with life. But I always thought about, you know, I always thought about my friends that I had, I had, I had left behind, and you know, what are they doing now? I hope they're okay, and then I tried, you know, a couple different ways of finding them, but with the advent of social media, you know, it it, it allows you to get back in touch with people who you probably hadn't spoken to in years, and um, I've tried for the past few years to look for people, to look for these two people in particular, uh, and... (laughs) This is a little tough, because I'm it's, this shit's going to get real serious in a second, and I really don't know how it's going to go, but it is what it is, um, so I got back, I, I, I ended up trying to find these people, I always searched for them, I sent friend requests to people who had the same name, thinking that it might be them, because the profiles were private, so I couldn't really see pictures, um, and nothing, I, I got nothing. Uh, I couldn't find anyone. I couldn't get in touch with anybody. I couldn't really find. Uh, I couldn't get in touch with them. There was no. I didn't have any luck in, the, in a sense. Trying to find them. And then. Uh, two weeks ago. I'm sitting there. Um, trying to get ready to go to bed. Because I had to go to work that night. And I get a, a message on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> and. Instantly, I see the name and I'm like, "Holy shit! It's the brother, the younger brother of the, like my best friend when I grew up, which he was also my friend too." I don't want to kind of mean like it's his little brother, but because all three of us were were tight, and sends me a message and it's like, "Holy shit! Is this you? Is this you? Please tell me this is you. Uh, you know, send me a. a he sent me a code, basically, which I'll explain the code. He sent me a code. A code phrase of something that we used to say and I still to this day say it um, and it was just funny to read it and uh, what he sent to me was uh, get all that in a bag of chips with a plastic and backing board on a Friday now you obviously would have no idea what that means but one of the things one of our hobbies <laughs> was uh, we used to record the uh, Funk Master Flex show they used to come on high ninety seven at night. We used to record the show on tapes and let us borrow each other's tapes and shit. If we hadn't heard it. If, Yo, you heard last night's tape? Not here. Oh, and here's the tape from another night. And then we'll just borrow tapes. And Funkmaster Flex had this this thing where he, he would always say on a Friday, because his show was on Fridays. Uh so he go, Yeah, it's all that on a Friday. Yeah, Funkmaster Flex on a Friday, boy. And um so we used to collect comics and the pinnacle of collecting comics is taking your comic and putting it in a plastic and a backing board that meant that you like that's some serious shit you like you're really taking care of your comic you're, you're putting it in a flat bag surface so my friend's brother used to say he used to imitate Funk Master Flex and he just threw in yeah on a Friday with a plastic and backing board <laughs> and uh that was something that we used to say. It was just a silly thing. Kids do stupid shit. So he sent me that message and I was like, holy shit. I can't believe this motherfucker found me. And I didn't respond immediately because I knew I had to go to work and I needed to get sleep because I hadn't slept. And I was like, if I start this conversation now, I'm not gonna sleep. So I waited till later on that night. I responded and we went back and forth with messages. And then i ended up getting we exchanged phone numbers the next day when i got home i uh i called up my friend um and we had a about a two and a half hour conversation on the phone which is rare because i don't talk on the phone i don't talk to nobody on the phone i don't even talk to my moms on the phone um i hate talking on the phone but you know call them up so we could catch up and find out uh you know, how each other, or how each other have progressed, how we've been doing, what's going on now in our lives. And it's kind of like, it's always bittersweet for me because I, um, I still kind of, like I call myself the late bloomer. I still really don't feel like I've got too much to say as far as what you've been doing. I was like, well, I've been working and, uh, I'm married now met a beautiful girl got married to her but i don't really know i haven't really done shit else that's it i got little stories here and there but i'm not really doing much so it's always kind of because you know people are like oh i've been here and i've gone over there and this happened and you know i got kids now and yada 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 which i i don't have children yet so i can't really join in on that conversation now hold on now if you guys can give me a second i need to check-in with security here. Mm -mm. Nope. Oh, it's empty. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, sorry, ladies. Uh, Yeah, they're asking me if I have pizza because the pizza box is here, but the pizza snob has already eradicated that, and that's going into the garbage. So, anyway, got back in touch with my old friends, and we're getting to know each other again, get reacquainted and turns out uh, my friend is not very far from where I am about two and a half hours away. So we're discussing you know, if we're going to meet up, where we're going to go discussing maybe going to hang out maybe Vegas and here and there and stuff like that and then um, we started talking about things to do in Vegas, and my friend let me know that, uh, my friend asked me if I smoke, which I used to, I used to smoke weed, whenever someone asks you if you smoke, they're not asking you if you smoke cigarettes, okay, so I I used to back in the day, which was Wednesday, um, but I don't anymore, and I haven't for it's goodness, how long has it been? It's pretty good when you've lost count. Um, It's been at least 10 years, but I'm sure it's been more than that. Um, So I was like, nah, I don't do that anymore, but I did, and then I explained kind of why I don't do it anymore, because I ended up having a seizure and getting extremely paranoid and yada, yada, yada. So I was like, nah, I don't really do that. And then my friend continued to tell me oh I do it here and there, it's cool, whatever um, so my friend decided to let me know that uh, him and his brother, they, uh, they now <clears throat> now, here's where it gets, here's where it gets kinda funny now, I'm gonna preface this by saying I everyone is allowed to do whatever they wanna do, grown ass people can do grown ass things however they want The purpose of me going into this is not to um, single anyone out, or make anyone feel bad, or point any fingers, or shout anybody out. That's why I'm not using names. I'm being as vague as I possibly can. But um, I felt a type of way after this conversation. And this is my podcast, so I will give my opinion in a non-judgmental fashion. I'm just letting you know how I feel. That doesn't, I'm not judging anyone. So, I will I will continue this now. So, we had a conversation about going to Vegas and what's done in Vegas. Um, they let me know that they do uh, what's what was referred to as recreational cocaine on occasion and then it became oh well you know i do it here and there and i do it too when i drive you know but it's it's cool because it's uh I, i can quit whenever i want and you know it's cool you have to understand that i'm gonna explain some things to you i was elated to the point where my wife could tell how happy I was to get in touch with these people because whenever I think about the past I, I I can smell whenever I think about home and I call the Bronx home whenever I think about home I can smell the air like I can taste the fucking chuletas cooking in the air like I can taste it I can smell the grass you know what I'm saying Uh, I can smell the dog shit in the street. I feel that heat radiating off the buildings. When I think about back in the day, it just takes me to a place of happiness. You know, I didn't have, you know, the best childhood in the world, but I didn't have the worst one either. I, I could never say that I had a bad childhood. I would never say that. My childhood was my childhood and it made me who I am and I cherish all those memories that I have that I can remember because I have the worst memory. So, for me to get back in touch with these people it, it 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 like it woke something in me when I was on the phone with this person and I was so fucking happy. Like sitting there talking on the phone and just reminiscing and going over all things that happened. And saying things to this person that they maybe forgot and then remembered when I said it. And then they said they said stuff to me that I was like, oh my God, I remember that. That's a great feeling to reminisce and go back and, and feel those feelings again. The second that the conversation went from that feeling to... Oh yeah, I do recre. I, you know, I do, I, I, sniff, and you know, I do here and there. But you know, I can stop whenever I want. And and you know, but it's cool. You know, if you don't do it, that's cool. You know, it's no big deal. It's not a problem. You know, and and, and I, I keep it on the low. But once it got to that point, the 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 absolute disappointment that I felt, I was just like, damn, man. Like, I, I just... I can't explain the low that I hit when I heard that. I just felt... I just felt like... I, I guess disappointed is the word I'm trying to... You know, just the word I'm trying to find. I felt so disappointed, man. That I was like, damn, man. Fucking really? Now... Here's my thing. My father is not in my life. I'm 99.99999999% sure that my father is no longer alive. I've tried finding him. It's an impossible fucking situation to try to find him. My father was in Vietnam. Now, when he came back from there, he met my mom, and he was like, super soldier G.I. Joe, he was a fucking, he was a shorter Puerto Rican dude, but he was fucking stocky as shit, body of an Adonis, handsome man, and he just, I, I heard stories from my brother where he would just fuck people up, he was no joke, and there came a time where he fell into drugs, and he started doing cocaine and then from cocaine he started doing heroin and that became the person that I knew that's the dad that I got to know because my mom threw him out of the house and I was just a tiny child I had no idea why my mom was throwing daddy out but she threw him the fuck out because she had to because he was on drugs and he was not my mother's the strongest woman I know She had to do what she had to do, but me being a child, I'm just like, where's daddy going? I had no idea what was happening, so she threw him out, and then my mom doesn't really talk to me about this, but I'm assuming that, you know, he'd come back every once in a while because he spoke to her, so every once in a while, every, like, not every six months, but, like, it'd be, like, six months, I, I, I don't see nothing, I don't hear anything, and then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm at my house and I hear the, his whistle. Uh, he used to have a specific whistle. It would it would be something like, a, shh, shh, shh. and when I heard that, I run to the window. I see my dad downstairs, go running downstairs, and he'd take me to like the park. Uh, we'd watch some baseball game that's happening there. Um, he'd take me to go get a hot dog. Uh, he'd take me to go fishing off the pier. And occasionally, he would take me to his crack house um, he took me to his halfway house, and he told me that it was an apartment, and I'll give you a quick story one time, what happened to me, he picked me up one time, and walked me to the corner of my block, where I met up with Harry, and another person whose name I don't even fucking remember, and he goes, these are my friends, Harry, and whoever the fuck, and a couple of weirdos, that's, that's the first thing that I thought, There's some weird dudes, so we go walking, because we went walking everywhere, And we are in some street that I have no idea where we are. It does not look like the best place. I can still remember it in my head. Trash on the floor. Closed stores. Kind of like uh, one of those streets that has like industrial uh, buildings. Not buildings like five feet tall buildings. But like two, three story buildings. It's industrial shit, but they're closed. And then there was a toy store. And I'm walking by a toy store and I'm looking in the window and there's a, a, a remote control car. And I was just looking at it. I didn't even bother with the, hey daddy, can I have that? I was just looking at it. So my dad comes up to me. He's like, what is that? And I go, oh, it's a car. It's nice. It was like a fucking one of those uh, four wheel kind of big spoiler on the back and it was purple. And it had, like, hot rot flames on the side of it, on both sides. Um, it had, like, the little kind of F-16 cockpit dome glass on the front of it for the driver. It was super cool. And my dad was like, you want that? And I'm like, yeah, fucking of course I want it. And he's like, all right, hold on. And he goes up to his friends, and they huddle in a circle. And my dad literally... I didn't really realize what was happening when I was that age, but when I think back on it, he literally went up to his friends, and they huddled, they huddled around each other, and my dad was moving his hands around, and my dad goes, this is literally what he was saying, he wasn't going, hey, listen, guys, I'm just, let's just pretend that we're doing this for my, he he didn't even do that, he didn't even speak words, he wasn't going, hey, let's, I'm just gonna pretend that we're making a little huddle, and we're gonna get this for my kids, so he gets happy, you know, but... I'm really not going to get him shit. He wasn't even doing that. He was literally going. And then they clapped. And my dad was like. You got it. I'm going to get that for you for Christmas. And I was like. Yay dad. You're the best. So then we keep walking. And I hear Harry. It's the only reason I remember his name. Uh, I hear him like coughing. And then. I turn around. To see what he's doing. And Harry proceeds to start projectile vomiting onto the street. It was literally like when you watch Family Guy and they show like the the people like there's an episode where everybody's throwing up on each other and shit. And you see like that projectile fluid. That's exactly what the fuck it looked like. It was green and it was a lot. And this nigga is just fucking projectile vomiting. And then the other guy is turned around. And I can't see what the fuck he's doing. All I'm seeing is his back. Harry's fucking throwing up. And my dad's like, Oh, man, Harry, you all right? He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just continues vomiting. So I asked my dad, Dad, what's wrong? Is he okay? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, he's just sick. He's just sick. Which that's all I needed to hear as a kid. I'm like, Yeah, all right, he's just sick. Cool, no problem. Um, I'm sorry, and uh, that's that's one of the memories I have with my dad. Uh, another time when he took me to one of his halfway houses, and this is kind of more humorous, if more than anything. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I was in this fucking apartment, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, this is my apartment, whatever." But he's sharing it with two other dudes. I didn't; the other two dudes weren't there. Uh, So he's like, hey, just sit down and, uh, you know, watch some TV. And then he left. He just fucking left. Left me in the apartment. Uh, He took off for like an hour and a half. I had no fucking clue where he went. Um, He did come back one time. He checked on me. He had a dude with him. And then he left again. Just left me in the fucking house, locked the doors, and took off. And I was being nosy going into the other rooms of the apartment. And I found uh, some porno mags. And I was looking at that, not even understanding what the fuck I was looking at because I was way too young to be looking at that. And um, I found a video cassette that said Robocop on it. So I put it in the VCR and it was a fucking porno. So I took that out because I got scared, um, put it back in the room and closed it and put it away there. And then my dad came in and i told him i was like look i found a movie in the other room and it said robocop and he's like no 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 that's something else that's something else don't worry don't don't touch that don't worry we're don't, not gonna watch that um so these are the kind of memories that i have with my dad and those memories are um due to him being a massive drug addict now uh that and the fact when my dad fell in the shower and he was in the hospital and I had to fucking see him like that and my mom took me there specifically so that she can uh, show me what it's like and that shit changed my life because yes, back in the day I did smoke marijuana but I didn't fuck with anything else and I refused to fuck with anything else because of that reason now, you can call me a fucking pussy or whatever that I don't do these things and I don't experiment or whatever, but I am where I am today because I've done what I've done and not done what I've not done. So, um, I have a specific feeling in my body when it comes to that. And when I was on the phone with my friend and he told me that he does that, that f- that switch that you have in your body that, that, that flips, it flipped. And I was just like, all right, well, I kind of don't, and this is at the time I was like, all right, well, we ain't fucking hanging out anytime soon. I want nothing to do with anything that you have to offer. So, uh, we basically from there, the conversation went from, yeah, okay. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. All right well, I gotta run, man, it was good catching up with you and shit, man, and we'll, you know, we'll hang out, whatever, one day, and, and that was basically it, and I have not spoken to those people since, um, we are now in the realm of Facebook friends, and every once in a while, I'll see a comment or something, and I may or may not respond to it, depending on what the comment is, and depending on what the article is, and I haven't really been fucking with Facebook like that anyway, so, um, so, The whole point of that story... Is that... Shit really does change. And... You know... Part of getting older and growing up... Is... Just... Realizing that... There's no going back... And people change. You're talking about... I haven't seen these people... And literally... 22 to 25 years that's how long it's been because i've been in florida for 20 years so you're talking about probably my 22 years but that i have not seen these people that's a long time things change okay i'm still here somebody sorry i got a phone call so it, it, it's just it is what it is people change things happen and things are not the way they were when you were little. It's just this just not the way it is. Everything's different. The world changes. The past is the fucking past. As the great Michael Strahan once said. The past is the fucking past. So you can look back and you know you can cherish those times that you had and cherish those memories. But you know, it's just a specific uh, that specific feeling that you th- you get, that dopamine release or whatever it is that brings you joy when you think about those things, that's really all you have that's really all you can keep and as much as you want to go back and, and, and get back with those people and relive tho- that life and those memories, you just can't it, you can't Because things change and things move forward. That's why those people who really, really, really ride with you and really keep it real. And and those people that you've had a relationship with for 20 plus years. Those are people, those are like soulmates and people that you just need to keep in your life no matter what. Because if they've held it down for you all this time and have been with you all this time um, you know, that's just something special, that's not something that happens, um, and it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, so, yeah, shit really does change, and, um, you know, and of course, you know, I don't mean any malice to anyone, if you guys are listening to this, and, and you know that it's you that I'm talking about, I don't hold any malice, I don't judge you, This has more to do with me and things that have happened to me um, and specific feelings that came up during our conversation. And I'm sorry I feel that way, but it's the way I feel. So it just, it is what it is. That doesn't mean we can't be friends anymore. You know, it's just, I had an expectation of, 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 uh, uh, something else when I was searching all these years for you guys. And when we finally found each other, the those moments of holy shit, we found each other, just the the, the mixture of feelings that came up uh and then the, the, the just the sharp fall that I personally had. Because again, this this is all me. Um, I just it was such a big drop that I, I just, uh, I don't know, I had to get this shit off my chest, and, um, that's what the podcast is for, (laughs) for keeping shit real, but, um, yeah, so anybody out there who, who can, who, who feels me, who can, uh, who can understand my plight, I don't know if this is like a, this is a very, uh, this is a very specific situation, I feel like I've said specific, like, 27 times. But this is a very specific situation that I'm talking about. I don't know how, you know, how many people have experienced this. But if you, you know, shit just changes. And that's one of those things that you have to realize as you get older. And it just, it is what it is. And with that being said, I am done. This is episode three of the Pizza Snob. Probably gone on a lot longer than I thought it was going to go. But... Um, Bring it all back to the beginning. Boyton Pizza is slamming. Definite satisfaction. Uh, definitely hit them up if you're in the Delray Beach, Palm Beach area. Um, and uh, I'll catch you guys next time. Peace and love.